0: Hardly dumb. All the cycles, all
1: the cycles. Podcast.
0: Podcast.
2: Pod leader. Pod leader. Pod. Pod.
0: Lead dumb. Leap. Dumb. Leap. Dumb. Hardly
2: dummy
0: Podlita Mail. Hey, everybody! It's Podlita Mail. Hooray! <laughs> Welcome to Podlita, and that's Top Model podcast spelled
2: backwards.
0: I'm Lex Basile Price.
3: I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg,
0: and I'm J W. Crump. This week, we're bringing you Mail mail. I love mail. (laughs) Just
1: love mail. I don't know why y'all sent me bills, but
3: (laughs) 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 I got a shirt. Oh. (laughs) I love that you're so worried about my car insurance, but I'm fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's a a March. It's an April of bonus episodes because we've got two mailbags. This is part one of two. And then we also are going to record right after this, the first episode of a new series a book club, <laughs> book club. But thank you so much. This was my last time putting together the mailbag,
2: oh, and now
1: I know end of it, end of it. Um, and now lovely Hannah Jane will be mm. responding to all the emails. But I just wanted to take the time to say too, it's been such a joy, and truly, we haven't gotten like a toxic or even like half negative email in such a long. Time oh. that I'm truly going to miss the little ping because it was always like a, a hit of dopamine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's that? That's the sound of someone who likes me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And this is the most different people ever Ooh. so i just want to say that in curating this the reason it's two parts is there was so much mm. but also i lean i always lean towards people who have never been featured on a mailbag before um that does not mean if you've been featured before you won't be featured here and if you wrote multiple emails i usually just picked one and also we have condensed some emails just for for brevity and sometimes because you said hey leave this section out if you use it for a mailbag and of course we always want to respect that of course
3: also props to all of y'all for the many avenues of reaching out to us taken oh, yeah messages messages everywhere bless
1: yes this is the um pod bean who's heard that of, <laughs> <laughs> of mailbags because people are reaching out on
0: everything email is just one of many ways to reach out before we start our Mailbag digital. I have, I wanted to call out some analog, tangible. Tangible
3: mailbag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much to Emily. We got your lovely Valentine's Day card that features a bowl cut, Miss J, and giant bow tie. Gorgeous. It's, ugh. we thank you so much. These are gorgeous. Yeah, they're so
1: lovely. It's true, actual art. Yes. <laughs>
3: So I get to start us off on our mailbag journey, and I'm very excited. Our first piece of mail comes from Erin, who has some questions about contestants producing their own narratives. Mm. They said, I'm also very interested that in the upcoming cycles, we will see ANTM gamify the show more deliberately with social media and scores. It's a move that forces the contestants to be both more deliberate in their gameplay, but also gives the show less control in some ways to keep certain narratives alive. I recall several times in those cycles seeing contestants who scores sent them home, who I actively thought, wow, pre-scores, the judges would keep that person around for their potential for their story. Although now that I typed that, how can I know they weren't manipulating scores behind the scenes? Mm. Let's just say, while I'm sad to say goodbye to the relative sanity for top <laughs> modern- <laughs> which we will not return to until cycles 23 and 24, I am a little excited to hear y'all's take on the many complex layers of insanity we are about to see for 17 through 22. As JW once said, you know how people say if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. Well, you can never stay ready enough for this.
1: <laughs> Very true. Also, thank you for pronouncing "get" the way that I certainly did.
3: I wanted your essence. Yeah, this
1: it's already because at the time of this mailbag, we've recorded what four episodes of Cycle
0: College? Yeah, what four. is it? Cycle 19, mm-hmm.
3: Cycle, Cycle College, College. yes. It goes 17, 18, college, 20. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's how I count in real life.
1: Yeah. It's like one of those drinking games where the whole rule is replacing one of the members (laughs) with something, and then you have to drink if you mess it up.
0: Dix-et-dix-ouit, ecole bon. That's in French. En français? Université.
3: (laughs) <laughs>
1: also if you notice a relative loopiness we're departing from our normal recording and this is an evening mailbag mm. pod lead
3: after dark
1: <laughs> yeah it is interesting to see that we've already seen it that the social media scores really do sometimes put the judges in the show in a tricky position because yeah. let's yeah. say for uh, for argument's sake the social media averages are real the judges aren't trying to manipulate they're truly trying to give an honest score and they're trying mm-hmm. to give honest challenge scores the problem with that is that's that's all objective at the end yeah so you can't do a last minute but we just believe in you which is what we love in reality tv it, it's what infuriates us and that 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 we i feel like we'll get less like righteous anger it
0: infuriates but it also sometimes is the correct decision no, not every decision needs to be a Number, this is technically the best. Sometimes it's, your work has been great, great, great. You had a bad week, but we believe that that's not the case.
3: Mm -hmm. Especially for something so subjective.
0: Yeah. Or what about in the past when someone's been so sick and their picture looks so bad because they literally have, like, the flu? Mm -hmm.
3: The show also painted itself into a corner by elevating the fans so much. (sighs) Because then they can never really disagree with the fans.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. And have you
3: met us? You should.
1: <laughs> yeah, they fell, they fell
0: into a trap. Because I think part of it was Tyra's like, I'm sick of people saying that I'm- Blaming I, me. Mm-hmm, so I'm going <laughs> to let you blame yourselves. And instead what's happened is they're like, fuck, the fans oh. have a voice?
2: Oh, God
1: apologize to yourself <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's a good note to move on to the next one thank you so much Erin. that's a really good way to start off the mailbag um this next one is from olivia
0: olivia olivia olivia
1: who wanted to share some love for us as well as their hot takes and you know we love mm. some hot takes some iced tea Hi, I'm Olivia from NOLA, and whether you're from a big or a small town, we all want to catch someone's eye. I love this podcast and listen to it at work. My own conspiracy theory for top model, and then they typed out.
0: They typed it out, which I love.
1: Was that Camille from Cycle 2 was really treating Ioana badly. I wanted Shandy to win so badly. I know this is from a past cycle, and currently... I'm in cycle 12. I love you guys and hearing your hot takes really makes work go easier. I love Allison. in cycle 12, wanted her to win. I wish we had more of Takara in cycle three. Mm-hmm. And here's the hottest take I think. I am all for the plus size models and love cycle 10 Whitney as what? our plus size winner. <laughs> I know y'all liked Anya, but personally, personality wise, I felt Whitney deserved to win. Personality? wow love you guys and thanks thank you olivia olivia i gotta say we're about to comment on that mm. i love when someone goes against the collective (laughs) fan grain truly live your truth olivia
3: honestly that take is so hot i just burned the roof of my mouth
0: (laughs) i I don't have any i can't taste the tea that i've been drinking my taste buds (laughs) have been burned by that pepper of a take um personality wise was i don't i no. that was i feel like for me for me the worst <laughs> part of whitney yes. <laughs> i would i would have gone like you know what she was stunning she was you know had great great
2: pictures yeah okay i
1: still contend that her cover girl black and white shot
0: is a really yeah, she
2: strong picture she had a lot of open mouth
0: yes. bad pictures but she had good pictures
1: now, the hot take of Camille was treating Ioana badly, uh, basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, she wasn't treating her well. No, <laughs> no but I, the problem was the show was treating it as though Ioana was the hero, which... Yeah. Okay. I mean,
3: at the time, I also wanted yeah. Evil Shandai to win. Oh, sure. For sure.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, Allison, great all around. I, I wonder, truly... I would love to hear from any listeners. Is there anyone who just thinks Allison Cycle 12 totally overrated? Because mm. I feel like she's very consistently beloved. Yeah. And maybe maybe because that's true. Some people I know get
0: defensive and they're like, I'm sick of other people telling me how much they like her. I think she's yeah. average. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. even have an opinion. I just don't like that everyone has the same opinion.
3: And if you think that, have you seen Tooch? <laughs> <laughs> it might turn you around
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right the next one's from michelle who has a question about interviews that we may or definitely may not (laughs) watch. so hi i just discovered your podcast a couple of months ago and it now accompanies me on my walks we're a real walkie podcast i mean i don't but you do you i very much enjoy your commentary on antm and i am about a third of the way through the ninth cycle i'm curious as to whether you end up discussing any of jay's chats or oliver's interviews i'd love to hear your takes on what they all reveal thanks for your hard work and the content
1: i'll say because we do mention it in some other mailbags and maybe some episodes So maybe they've just not gotten there yet Mm -hmm. we because we get this question i would say via email it seems to come from new listeners often about once a month i would say a new person asks this question
0: yeah they just want our hot hot take Yeah. yeah
1: and and look it is a lot of time it has some revealing stuff right we read the reality tv show world interviews a lot of times that came right afterwards and it has some interesting information for us we definitely will not watch them prior no to no. our watching of the cycle that that person's in because you i promise you if you're into us you're into us for ha-has mm-hmm. <laughs> and comedy and we have to watch the episode without too much influence because if we do you will just listen to a podcast that is us recapping and then being like but what actually happened was
0: blank which may be what you want but that's not what we that's do. not we mm-hmm. i mean i think that's what's really been our guiding you know our guiding ethos has been the freshness of our watch meet the show where it's at yeah but both the like we all watched it when we were younger we haven't really watched a ton of it recently Mm -hmm. let's come back and i think that's really helped define what we bring you Mm -hmm. so we wouldn't want to like change that formula halfway through the race
3: and other people are doing it and they're doing it and they're doing it well I, I will say when I'm there are a lot of people who, when they become a fan of something, they seek out everything mm-hmm. that has to do with that thing. Yeah. And I have never been that person. No. no, I never have.
1: Other shows like Drag Race, for example, a lot of people love to follow them on Instagram, follow them on Twitter, mm-hmm. etc. I do that for maybe three. I just yeah. I don't want to interact with it because at some point, even though I know that TV is manipulative, reality TV especially. I do want to watch what is created itself. Mm -hmm. And I think for me personally, that's because that's also my job. So there's something about the artistry of what people made into an episode that is really important for me to watch on its own. I'll also say this. If you're also asking do you watch them after the fact? Sometimes. Honestly, that's what fans have been really good about giving us the one to two facts per Mm -hmm. interview that are that are interesting for us because they know yes. what we're interested in, and we love it when the fans do that. Yeah, y'all have been
3: great about
0: that. Yeah, and we we don't have. I'm sorry. Like it it takes us double the time to watch an episode, double the uh-huh. time to talk about the episode. I cannot watch a three hour interview. I just can't.
1: Yeah, like it, per episode, we probably spend, and this isn't including Lex's editing, just recording and watching each episode individually takes four hours Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. and adding two hours onto that, I just, I personally don't have the time during the week to do
0: that No, and any, (laughs) peek behind the curtain, (laughs) however long an episode is, ends up being, it takes at least double that for me to edit so (laughs) it's a lot of time that goes into this stupid show and I don't (laughs) need to add Hannah says everything twice, which we have to (laughs) edit out, I don't know why she doubles everything (laughs)
3: Double, 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 double.
1: <laughs>
0: That's why the claps have gotten real
1: bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope that makes sense. I hope you answered your question fully. And it's a good question to ask, mm-hmm. Michelle, can I, because. Can I
3: ask y'all a question Ooh. on the back of Michelle's oh question? God, I love course. the idea of accompany, accompanying Michelle on her walks. And I want to know when you listen to our episodes. Because mm. I know we I? all listen to
0: our, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm.
3: I frequently listen to our episodes in the shower because I like listening to podcasts, but I'm in the shower. Yeah.
0: Okay. I do – i I'm a crazy person. I am constantly listening to podcasts. So it's a mix of – I can listen to literally podcasts all day. But a mm-hmm. lot of the time what I'll do is I listen to a podcast at the same time as playing a video game that I don't have to like super pay attention to. So sure. I can like grind out stuff uh, sure. and listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I – use it i use wednesdays wednesday mornings as my cleaning time Mm -hmm. so i pop the new episode in and basically do household chores until the episode is over so if we have a longer episode i get more done sometimes we have a shorter episode (laughs) i'm like well Guess the bathroom's dirty for a week. Um, <laughs> I never got to it. That's also when I clean my pet's tanks and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's it's nice. I hope to... my
3: apartment's not
0: that dirty. <laughs> yeah, kind of. like it's. Lex, can it's... you tag on a 30-minute bar? I really need it this
1: week. Oh, I did not wash the sheets, and I need to. But yeah, so uh, that's, that's my routine. And a lot of people have said that cleaning's a thing to do with it. I think one fan one time said, I'm called up, so I don't know if my apartment will ever get cleaned again.
3: <laughs> very funny <laughs> next we have will who has a scoop on an unaired punishment as <clears throat> well as a youtube clip loving cycle 16 of the podcast you're getting towards the travel section and i remembered this video i came across of Brittany telling the story of a punishment i believe she had to do with definitely human Anna, where they had to lug around a bull carcass what? and then they sent us the clip and y'all get ready for a truly unhinged pronunciation of a very common word I'm best known for being on America's Next Top Model Cycle 16 and I f***ing hate confessionals, yet here I am. The best thing that they didn't put on TV that I would like to talk about is, while we were in Morocco, they started punishing girls for whenever they didn't win the challenge of the day or whatever. And they said, since you lost and you didn't indulge in the Moroccan culture, we're gonna make you indulge in the culture. So me and this other girl had to play butcher literally there was a bull's head there's some like organs some bones on a table and they're like put this into this wagon put the meat in the fridge and then take the wagon back to where it was like no it was me and this other vegetarian girl and like since i'm from the country i was like whatever i'm just gonna pick this up and she's like oh my god it took both of us to lift the bull head and put it into the wagon but that never got on the episode thank you pita for that
0: (laughs) number one the fact that she could not remember definitely human hannah's name
3: (laughs) although good to a spot-on impression of her the impression was
0: perfect (laughs) pretty good yeah
3: (laughs) the pronunciation of the word wagon
0: wagon (laughs) wagon mine was you didn't indulge in the moroccan culture enough (laughs) oh <laughs> but also two things
1: why do a punishment like that and also not air it right like i understand right? i don't want to see it i don't want to see it no, to be clear no, but like, done it.
0: why is it an amazing race task yes yeah,
3: seriously oh, thank you for that clip that oh was my lord
1: that absolutely was great. <laughs> also there was some big cut halfway through that clip the listeners can't see it but halfway through her hair completely changes <laughs> this next one is from Holly who thinks that I have a voice twin. Hello to my favorite podcasters. I had to write and tell you I was so tickled to hear JW acknowledge that he and oh, that he and Anthony Ryan from Project Runway are (laughs) voice twins. I have thought this since I started listening two years ago. I don't know what JW looks like in real life. And I still picture (laughs) Anthony Ryan's face every time I hear JW speak on the podcast. Love the podcast. Thank you for bringing me joy Every Wednesday during these tough years. It, it's true. I mean, there was a reason that when I first saw Anthony Ryan on Project Runway, I was like, I just like him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why do I like
1: him so much?
3: Why do I like just him so much? Just feel so comfortable and safe.
1: Thank <laughs> goodness he was good.
3: Right? Yeah. Hey, there was that one fan that thought I was Kelly Katron that one time. So, you know. <sighs> what? We got do a review. Re- we did. We got a review that the thought that where they said that they thought that I was Kelly Katron on the podcast. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Oh yeah. <laughs> It'll says, never leave my brain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nor nor can it. How how
2: would it?
0: I've never been told I have a voice twin. I got a lot of doppelganger things as a young child. It was mostly Brendan Fraser mm. and I've seen no pictures of you I get that. Mm-hmm. Claire Danes, which was <laughs> wild.
3: Well, what's your cry face? Well, see, there
1: you go. Dead ringer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the ugly cry of a Danes if I've yeah. ever seen one.
0: Yeah, I just... My voice is that both, like... Maybe it's because I'm just the gayest, but my <laughs> voice is both, like, high and low at the same time, which is not a phenomena you know what's funny
1: is you have described your voice once or twice i don't know how serious you're being or if you're just being like a goof sure but you've described your voice as having vocal fry i don't hear that in your voice that's good i don't know like i don't think of vocal fry as a bad thing inherently but also you've expressed that and that's not something i hear
0: no oh that's good mostly i use i would get made fun of because i say things like orange and garage and crayon your garage is (laughs) hilarious every single time horror
2: movies (laughs) and that's
0: just because i wanted to be transatlantic i guess as a child (laughs) a good time boy (laughs) our next correspondence is from vince who has some cycle 18 theories first time caller long time listener you have all (laughs) given me so many laughs and nostalgia at work at work Starting two years ago, listening to you guys discuss and dissect such an integral part of my childhood. Also, thank you, Lex, for bringing some half-Persian representation to my life. It is wonderful to see other people like me. Yeah, there's not many here in New York, for sure. (laughs) I wanted to get your take on the sudden edit of Sophie being the main character after Alicia left the competition. Based on what we are presented as an audience, we see Alicia have highs and lows of a hero's journey... She has a slow start and grows into her own with the iconic Will Mash You Up with Best Motion Capturing Performance. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: Said like Tyra, LOL, and continues to win with the Hello Kitty photo shoot. She then goes overseas with what should be her third act conflict, which would be Can She Push Through and Be Strong to the End? Her journey and story ended with her leaving and because the producers had to scramble to pick a new protagonist. I believe production wanted Alicia to win in a head-to-head with Laura, the front-runner, creating a perfect underdog story and a redemption that they did not get with Angelique in All-Stars. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Signing out, Fierce Lavens.
1: I do think that one of the main things that a reality show can never truly prepare for is someone quitting. Yep. Yes. Especially someone quitting that late in the show because at that point most everyone has probably established what they think is going to happen Mm -hmm. when it happens early on i feel like a lot of course correcting can be done but i think we mentioned it a little bit that all of a sudden sophie had the plot line of an underdog i think maybe hannah mentioned it specifically we all joked Mm -hmm. about the constant mentions of her as a server Yeah.
3: Don't forget the hosting. Oh,
0: yeah, don't forget the hosting. <laughs> That's her and Then she was journey. either promoted and or demoted to serving. We're not
3: sure. <laughs> I can totally... I think that theory makes a certain amount of sense. Alicia would have been a really good winner. And I think she was someone who the judges were clearly in the bag for, especially in person.
0: Yes, in person and her walk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I will it- say, on the other hand, Sophie got, like, edited through Quite easily too. Like if you're going to give her the, she, I think there was a little bit of backup maybe mm-hmm. because, and maybe that's because at the end they had to edit it after, you know, the whole season's done and they have to edit the winner. So then there was some back end editing, editing that they didn't necessarily have. But I think Sophie was always weirdly involved. I, Do you think their jobs would have been a lot
3: harder if Sophie had not been so good at involving herself in house Mm -hmm, drama? Exactly. Which she was really good at.
2: And somehow was never the villain.
3: And I don't know if that was her or the show making sure she was not the villain in the house drama somehow.
0: Maybe well, according to the thing, getting rid of a lot of alcohol consumption. Yeah. So. Well, I think sometimes uh,
1: Laura was helping Sophie not be the villain by always blaming someone else, <laughs> even though <laughs> Sophie always started it. I wonder if there's a world where the final
0: two are Sophie and Alicia. Mm. Mm. Because they I don't re- think
2: they
3: were ever going to let it come down to do Brits no, or I think
0: to America. Always don't think so? the, I always Mm-mm. think they wanted the, the American versus Brit. They just the problem was the Americans, like, weren't as good. Well, oh, no.
3: As Marie also threw a big old wrench in exactly. the works.
0: Exactly. So. <laughs> See, I think that was more likely that As Marie would have gone to the what end. What
3: if we had had an As Marie and Alicia finale? I mean,
1: I feel like it'd be hard for Alicia to beat As Marie unless As Marie just continued to critique the show. But that's why she left, essentially, right? right? Mm-hmm. But I love the theory. It's good. Yes. Thank you for writing, Vince. And, uh, 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 Alex, I'm so glad you're giving that Persian representation.
0: Yeah. I have those, the eyes, but, uh, unfortunately I have the British skin burnability.
2: So. (laughs)
3: Next, we have greetings from Bryce, who has a discussion question. Mm. Greetings from Chattanooga. As we move into the jankier seasons of ANTM, <laughs> my question it. for you is, at what point do you think ANTM jumped the shark? Was it a particular season, challenge, or episode? I look forward to hearing all of your answers. P.S. My mom says hi, too. We love the podcast. Yay. Yay.
1: If you're not familiar with Jumping the Shark, it, it became famous from Happy Days where literally Henry Winkler's character, the Fonz, jumped over a shark. And it basically mm-hmm. means the point at which the show went into decline. And it's usually a particular moment yeah. or event or episode mm-hmm. that after that, it was like, well, there's no real There's no turning back. Backs. Yeah, there's no
3: coming back. That's the thing. That's, that's the big thing.
1: Yeah. People say on Family Matters, the first time he became Stefan
0: Urkel. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: the first of three different personalities? Yes. Mm-hmm. I weirdly think there may have been a moment that they jumped a the shark, but I think really it was this like slow transformation into what it became. Like, it's definitely started out as one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Kind of a let's recreate Tyra's career and to find the next Tyra Banks in a lot of ways. And then it kind of became insular it wasn't necessarily a top model. It was a top, top model contestant is what they were looking for. And then I think if we're going to go anywhere off the rails, I think All Stars kind of was like, what are we doing now?
3: I think I have two answers okay. for this. <gasps> One is the first indication that things are going to be bad <laughs> came early in Cycle 7. Not oh. early in Cycle 7, early in the shows run yeah. in Cycle 7, which is the response to Karadis hypothermia. Sure. Because up until that point, if a contestant had had a serious medical emergency, it was taken seriously by the show. Yeah, we always saw them coming from hospitals and stuff. Yes, exactly. They had to check themselves in and check themselves out. Like, Tyra comforted the other contestants. We saw the show care about the health of the contestants. And then when Carity got hypothermia in the outdoor pool and they were like, shake it off, I think that was an <laughs> indication of their attitudes changing towards the
0: contestants am i wrong was that a tyra shoot she was she on was set. coaching but she wasn't oh, okay that's photographing yeah, yeah yes. she was on set though for sure
3: and then tyra's words were a part of ATM for a very long time but i really think tooch changed things mm-hmm. i really
1: do <laughs> Jump the tooch. It,
0: jumped, it jumps. It, it tooch jumps the jumps the shark. to the shark. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the other ones you could maybe see as things she had actually used prior to the show, yes. or that had come up organically, but tooch was a thing that she thought about and created beforehand.
0: Smise, though, super yeah, smize. but I,
3: I well, super smize is another moment. I believe <laughs> that Tyra organically came up with maybe. smize. I yeah. do. Sure. But Tooch, uh-uh-uh-uh. No way. Yeah,
1: my problem with naming Smize would be that I think the petite cycle actually enlivened the show for I agree. a lot of folks. Yes, so for sure. I If I had to say an episode, I would go first episode cycle 16, because that was our non-audition cycle. That was also a cycle with a lot of changes graphically, and to me, that's the cycle where things started on a downward spiral Mm. and i think that a lot of jumping the shark moments in television for me it's not like the next episode's awful it's just like clearly something's changed Mm -hmm. and something about the whole tone of cycle 16 feels off yeah it feels like it feels like a cycle they were forced to make (laughs) And they just wanted to make all stars. And because of that, every cycle after that had to be different. So I think not having an audition episode and doing that horrible prank to me Mm -hmm. is the the moment where it jumped the shark. All of these are valid,
0: though, like, truly. And I'll throw in, it clearly signified the downfall when we had Super Spies return to (laughs) give new powers
1: to the contestants. (laughs) And yet for the podcast, that was one
0: of the best moments Oh, (laughs) for the podcast, every moment of Jumping the Shark has worked. I'll (laughs) even throw in non-audition cycles, because then it made investigating who was there and who was not, and (laughs) there it was, and the stupid walls of the fake apartments. Like, this, it became ridiculous.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Bryce. This next one is from Sophia, who wants justice for a previous judge. Ooh. I'm rewatching Psycho 4 for the (laughs) time and just want to say Janice is actually a good judge. She gives real realistic and sometimes good advice. (laughs) And the example Sophia used is the sty in the eye moment. She actually tries to relate to the girls and their experience. She effectively deescalates. Example, we're all fat.
0: That's all. I just don't have anyone else to share this revelation with. Love y'all. I agree that Janice actually ends up being good judge. However, the problem with Janice as a judge is you do not know what she's going to say. And mm-hmm. that is not good for a reality show where you're interacting with people because it feels from, for every sty on my eye and ha 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 ha, right? There's like these are what breasts are. No, that was Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she said something very similar. Yeah. When she Mm -hmm. grabbed her breasts, I think she like, but you just can't, you cannot predict, unfortunately, what Janice may or may not say. And there's danger in that from a production standpoint that there was no way she was going to continue. Also, I think she and Tyra did not like each other.
2: No. Yeah.
3: I think um sometimes good advice is very telling. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Because
3: when you got onto a particular aspect of modeling that Janice really cared about, she did give really oh, good yeah. practical tips. And I think mm-hmm. in some ways she would have been much more effective as like a one episode a cycle guest judge.
1: Mm. It's the Janice episode, which kind of yeah. happened mm-hmm. after her judging tenure for a
3: little bit. It did. But She just, you just never knew if you were going to get someone who is invested in the competition or someone who just hated everything in the room. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. There was this recent interview, and I wish I could remember the channel, but they brought back to talk about the most recent, I actually meant to send it to y'all. It's this like quick clip on like an E or something channel where they brought back Angelie, Tiffany, Kenya, and somebody else, and they barely get any time. I can't remember because they barely get any screen time. <laughs> and they talk about it. And during the mention, they're like, people in 2020 were talking about top model all over again. Blah blah blah. TikTok podcast. And I was like, that's us. <gasps> I'll send you the clip afterwards. But um they interview Janice for a little bit, and the interviewer asked, Do you regret anything that you said during your tenure on the show? And Janice is like, No. <laughs> Janice like, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't stand by. it." And I was like, I don't
3: regret. That's not an emotion in my bag.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I do think she is good. And I think we saw more examples of it, too. Weirdly, I think she is really harsh on people, but she's good at when other people are harsh, identifying that that person is being harsh and taking the wind out of that sail. Mm hmm. Like the best the best bully de escalator, someone who bullies well, you know? I don't know.
3: <laughs> She's also so over the top that it's easy, I think, to kind of let some stuff go. Because mm-hmm. there is this outsized persona and she was great TV. Oh
0: amazing television. Mm-hmm. This one's from Kylie, who wants to discover the truth about Alexandria in All-Stars. I have a conspiracy theory mixed with the little top model math surrounding the elimination of Alexandria in Cycle 16 and the ty- and the filming of All-Stars that I think may illuminate why she was eliminated and shows a bit of the behind-the-scenes process. Filming for Cycle 16 wrapped in December of 2010, while filming for All-Stars began in May of 2011. So there is a reason to believe casting had already started for cycle 17 prior to the end of cycle 16 i think at some point in the filming of cycle 16 it became apparent that alex should be brought back which meant that she needed to be eliminated to be eligible i will also note that alex didn't seem that upset over going home despite being a highly competitive player throughout the cycle it could be because she knew she had another chance at that point anyway just my thoughts on how it might have gone down left the pod i think that we even joked that there was a (laughs) conversation (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that
1: that when she arrived, it was like she was fresh off her cycle and just walking into All Stars. And when she came back for the runway, she seemed so
0: chill. Chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, she, I I could see that. I, could I definitely can definitely see them having it. a conversation with her on set with a producer.
1: And did not we find out that they had also tried to offer it to Molly? I
0: think that's what we heard, and Molly said no fucking uh. way. And yeah. I think she used those exact words. Oh, she yeah. definitely did. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Are you she fucking pu- out of she, your mind? She punched that email that they sent. <laughs> <into a pow>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's quite probable. She might not have known exactly when she was going, but it might have been once they went overseas. They had that conversation with her.
1: Oh boy, it must be so difficult to be the all-star competitor from the most recent season or cycle. Oh my god. Because
0: you're never going to be as beloved. No, you don't have the time. You also don't have time to, and this is an important thing, to see yourself on TV. Mm-hmm. mm Because, as Tyra says, perception is reality. Well,
3: and so many people who come on all-star seasons of uh reality shows are there specifically for an image overhaul yeah like oh i was the asshole in cycle four well look who's back with a brand new attitude in cycle nine or whatever
1: or they didn't do well and they're like i'm so much better now Mm -hmm. that now i think i could actually win i think i'm probably the best and the problem also beyond not seeing yourself on television is that poor alexandria didn't get any time to become better at anything really (laughs) it was just like keep
0: going uh, yeah, I think it it would have been it benefits any all stars. I think to just never have someone from the previous production season, just don't. Yeah.
1: Which is a shame because I do think that Alex was
0: good on all stars.
2: Oh, sure, so good.
1: Yeah, she. I mean, she ended up what seventh something. Yeah, she got Wanna to the song.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> she gave so, us a great song. So yeah,
3: so so next we have a message from Emily, who's giving us a branding opportunity. <laughs>
0: love a branding opportunity can i take money from this
3: (laughs) (laughs) as you may remember in all stars each contestant got a branding word for them to think about for example unique candid trustworthy i wanted to know which words other people from top model would have gotten had they been cast in all stars for example jade would have gotten a word like confident or unforgettable
1: (laughs) generous emily
3: (laughs) and elise would have gotten intelligent Yeah, yeah she would probably what do you think other contestants could have gotten? And which words would you use to brand yourselves? Thank you so much for everything Ooh. you guys do.
0: Ooh. Well, I feel like, in the spirit of Martin Lindstrom, we should not brand ourselves. We yeah. should have someone else brand us.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, mine are going to be so nice.
0: <laughs> to the two of you. You, oh, may, you may
1: trash me to death. Let's. Oh, the other contestants, I would have. I mean, I'm trying to think of who I picked for our fantasy all stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I
3: think Takara would have gotten like effervescent. <gasps>
0: Ooh. But in a Martin Lindstrom twist, it would have been like sassy.
3: <laughs> Takara, what do you think people like about you?
0: <laughs> I'm so bubbly. No, <laughs> they love that chicken <laughs> under the bed. You are hungry. <laughs> <laughs> love my Martin Lindstrom impression.
3: It's great.
0: <laughs> it's really solid. Oh, who else? Molly, who else? you got butthole. <laughs> Molly, yours is abrasive. <laughs> Molly, yours is, is NSFW. I don't know if that's around now, but that is you. Jane, you got barn owner. <laughs>
1: Do your fans know that you own a barn?
2: <laughs> you do!
1: <laughs> Imagine inviting imagining finding Jane back for All-Stars! <laughs>
2: ah!
0: Oh, and Molly Sue, I did not know you were going to be here. No one told me. <laughs> I don't have a brand for you.
1: You got doing better than the show gave any credit for? That's log. I'm gonna call you candid. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: everyone's candid candid for everybody <laughs> all right jw i'm gonna say you're southern so your brand is charm oh.
3: i can see it i can see charming yeah mm-hmm.
1: never stop that accent <laughs>
0: <laughs> hannah jane yours you always tell it like it is you are honest see for hannah jane
1: i can't do the voice but for hannah jane i feel like I, I always imagine you in a cabaret show, sparkly dresses, mm. that kind of thing. That's how your fans see you. So you're gonna be diva.
3: <laughs>
1: and it just hits, and it, just hits and it just hits
0: like a ton of bricks the way they use the word diva <laughs> face. <laughs> it's our favorite emoji What would they have done to you Lex what would Martin have done oh, to you tried to rip me to shreds are you kidding <laughs> I
1: do think you would have gotten like a candid moment you would have gotten mm-hmm. an honest you would have gotten mm-hmm. something like that oh
3: oh you know because of your half Persian backgrounds the people find you
0: spicy <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly Honestly. absolutely yeah it was was something like divisive probably would have been in there (laughs) people don't know how to feel about you they either love or hate you oh
1: you know a word that people love to not understand the definition of but think it's a good thing Ooh, yes but Mm -hmm. also brash yeah oh so brash And
2: i'm like brash. i don't know if
1: that's a compliment <laughs> <It's
2: not.
1: laughs> oh wait did we do everybody yeah yeah hannah didn't do me oh hannah you oh. Have to do i tabio. said charming
3: i chimed in on charming
1: oh we got double charms love it we oh my, it. Charm well, bracelet? I
3: like yeah. my charm
0: bracelet because
3: mm-hmm. canonically you're the only one who likes those <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> we think they're tacky <laughs> Charms for Charms by J.W. (laughs) Southern Charms. Oh, TM, 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 TM.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it. Oh, that was fun. Thank you so much for that uh, branding opportunity. (laughs) Um, The next one is from J.D., and you know I love a fellow initial name, who has a question about how we would exit. So, I've had this mail in my notes draft on my phone for a few months, and I cannot believe I didn't get to send it in time for this Topsop I I writ. I love that name, Lex. It's Tyro <laughs> Posta <laughs> backwards.
3: Tyro Posta. Yeah.
1: I think you must be tired of hearing this, but you guys did make my quarantine time back in 2020 a whole lot better. Never get tired of hearing it. Nope. This never. is honestly the best podcast. Oh, this is honestly the best podcast I've ever encountered. And I actually forget that I'm not in your friend group whenever Aww. I'm listening. <laughs> What do you think would be your reaction as an eliminated contestant? Would you be emotional and try to make an epic exit a la Jade or a thank you anyways, Natalie style? (laughs) I love you guys. Keep it easy, breezy, and beautifully round. Much love from Chile, JD. Mm,
0: Good question. Mm -hmm. I think I would do a patented, "Mm, okay, thanks. (laughs) Like, and then at the interview, just be like, "Eh, they made a mistake. Mm.
1: Oua made a mistake mm-hmm. in Very nice.
3: Very classic. I think I would be that contestant who forces the entire panel to shake my hand. <laughs> Kill with kindness.
0: <laughs> a hug from the judge that you know hates you most. Uh huh. I want to
1: go out like Nikisha, just talking and talking and talking <laughs> and being like, you know what? I know you can't edit this away. <laughs>
3: I'm never going to take one single breath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, just still hugging and talking. that lovable <laughs> nerd. Oh, uh, she was such a she I, I know we said it multiple episodes. she is such a good discovery. I loved revisiting Nikisha. Oh, oh yeah.
2: so
0: one of one of our great joys. <laughs> so we got this sweet voice memo through Anchor.fm from a listen in Scotland that was the best you're going to get from that. Chelsea Peretti, Scotland.
3: Chelsea Peretti. Did I tell you my trick for getting to a Scottish accent? No, what is it? It's um doing poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing! Not in the Scottish
0: accent. Yeah.
3: Hi, Alexander, Hannah, Jane, and JW. I just wanted to thank you for making a podcast that is good and round. I have a chronic illness and listening to you three be friends in my ears is something that helps me get through the tougher moments and to gather my energy enough so I can do my job. So I keep listening to episodes I've already listened to before. And I'm just really grateful that you are creating this piece of pop culture art together. And I am happy to be able to support you now. So stay on top. Oh, Royal
0: Mail, So cute. Oh, Pop culture art. <laughs> That's the nicest thing. That's
1: serious. That was one of the sweetest things I've, I've heard said about the us. Uh, I just, oh, oh, that is so nice. Thank you so much. We, we've you. had, you know, I, I was t- talking to someone the other day about how really i think the best thing you can hope for when you create any piece of media from movies to tv shows to music to podcasts to audiobooks to real books um, is <laughs> Ew, gross. is that it brings people joy and or comfort at a time mm-hmm, when they need mm-hmm. it i mean what's otherwise what are we doing right you know
0: it's just nice because i mean i've definitely used media to do that so it's nice to have like someone think that this is yeah. good enough Worthy do. of that compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then we have one from Rebecca, who has some real estate trivia, which we all know I love. Mm-hmm. I very
1: specifically was like, Lex gets to read this one out loud. Thank <laughs> you.
0: You mentioned in the last Mailbag episode that you like hearing real estate trivia about some of the ANTM houses. So I have a fun piece of info. The house they lived in, in cycle five, with the sunken living room, hot tub, and cousin a- Oh, that was <laughs> terrible. Was also <laughs> used in season one of Rock of Love of wild course wild. it was uh,
2: uh,
0: i rewatched rock of love's three seasons during the pandemic and it was a wild ride thanks so much for a great podcast i enjoy it every week oh uh, of course that terrible terrible hot tub that got, must have gotten the floor so slippery was uh, used in rock of love the slipperiest of shows yeah
1: right can i just say something interesting i think rock of love is fascinatingly one of the shows that most people herald its final season as its best that was rock of love bus oh bus yes
0: (laughs) yeah exactly like they actually made the show better yeah and also it was on theme in a way they couldn't think of before that
3: yeah so the opposite of jumping the shark yeah yeah they sharked the jump
0: (laughs) they rode the bus (laughs)
3: Next, we have a message from Sherry, who made the chaotic decision to start with the college cycle. Whoa!
1: <laughs> Can't wait to hear about this.
3: Hello, pod butterflies. Oh. Before listening to your show, I was not a fan of ANTM at all. I had watched maybe three episodes. Back in 2020, when ANTM was coming back into public discourse, I found the cycle that was available on Netflix. <laughs> it was the college cycle. <laughs> it was bad TV, but I watched the whole thing. Honestly, I'm glad in some ways that that was my introductory cycle because when y'all talk about how terrible Kelly Catrone and Brian Boy are, I can wholeheartedly agree. Anyway, for someone that doesn't like reality TV, I'm now eight and a half cycles deep <laughs> and it's all y'all's fault. <laughs> I'm sorry, and you're this welcome. Is-
0: Oh my god, this is actually the most, I can't wait to tell people that I know in real life that someone (laughs) started with the worst season of the show, didn't like it, but then was like, I need to listen to this podcast. That's amazing. (laughs) It
3: covers episodes that I haven't seen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This feels like our version of giving someone the VHS from The Ring, though. And we've like cursed them like, now you gotta watch all of it. You gotta finish.
3: Sherry also wanted to know if we were planning to cover all of the cycles, and you betcha. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Our plan was originally, the goal was through All Stars. That goal has been met. And now, why not finish, basically, is our opinion. And also, again, I'm loving college right now because it's new and it's dumb.
0: Yep. (laughs) I don't hate college as much as I expected to.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll get there. We're only, you know, a, a third of the way in, but... Yeah, oh man, starting with the college cycle. One that a lot of people skipped. Skip. Yep. But of course that's the season that Netflix had. Of course it was. Netflix was so weird about the cycles they had up and didn't have up, and now I think it's none as of the time of this Or No
3: one has any. (laughs) I also think just other people with streaming rights, when they offer them to Netflix, are doing gentle pranks on Netflix. So they're like, yeah, (laughs) you can stream Top Model. Here's cycle 19. No, you can't have any other ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you an... want it so badly? You got to prove you'll watch the worst. <laughs> it's they've done that too with other shows. I'm trying where it's like they only give you cycle twenty five of like oh, yeah. Survivor. The Real World on whatever you'll, streaming yeah. The, real, yeah.
3: the Amazing Race has like two through seven, and then like nineteen on Netflix. It's chaos.
1: And forget about watching all of the challenge anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Pre. Season fourteen of the challenge, they were just like someone sued clearly because <laughs> so, there's a contestant who sued, and I think Mike the Miz. Hmm? Oh, do I have literally anything to back that up? I you think know. Mike
0: has whitewashed, like he's just erased any season that he was in because now he's a wrestler? He's yeah. like, no, 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 no.
3: <laughs> I think MTV just doesn't want us to remember Road Rules,
0: huh? which is a mistake because Road Rules was fun. I liked road rolls.
1: This next one is from Bree, whose mom thought this podcast was about something else. <gasps> So I've been listening for two years now, and during that time, Podlitum has truly been the most chaotic source of peace I've ever experienced. (laughs) good. (laughs) Mm, I love that. I always listen to new episodes the moment they're out because I have absolutely zero (laughs) self-control, but I also find myself revisiting old seasons whenever I need a little boost of serotonin or want an entertaining distraction while I do chores. I'm with you. Would my apartment ever be clean without Podletum? Unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I'm emailing today, I was recently fired from my job unexpectedly. Oh, I'm sorry to Mm -hmm. hear that. Mm -hmm. And I was talking with my mom about how bummed I've been. My mom, sweetie, why don't you go listen to that poodle podcast you really like? (laughs) The poodle podcast, I said? You know, the really funny poodle podcast you love. (laughs) Pause. Oh, Podletum? What did I say? (laughs) Anyway, I just uh, wanted to say that I really appreciate how hilarious, witty, and genuinely good you are. You all are as human beings. I'll oh, thank you. That's a high compliment. You've created mm-hmm. such an amazing podcast and you've obviously made my world a little brighter. So I hope my message can bring even a fraction of the joy you've given me. P.S. I literally never get over the fact that for years, my mom <laughs> just quietly assumed that I had been dedicated to I've been dedicated to a multi season podcast about
0: poodles. They love it. they love it so much how How much could there be about poodles? episode
1: by episode, cycle by cycle, baby
3: <laughs> building this whole narrative where like her mom just started buying her poodle gifts, and she was like, "Okay, I guess so.
0: I guess I'm collecting poodles now. This is how every collection ever starts, mm-hmm. yeah." I, I mean, I think we've referenced it on the show before. I realized that our show is a really inside joke for people that know the show. Mm-hmm. And for whenever it's encountered someone that doesn't, the results are hilarious. JW and I have a friend who, lovely person, good podcaster, always refers to our show as Pod LaDom. And I wonder if... He doesn't know. He, yeah.
1: He doesn't know. But it makes there's it no sound way, like we're, a, we're no like an like SM podcast. There was no way he <laughs> would keep that joke on for such a long time.
3: Because yeah. he, he... Maybe like, he's really committed to the bit.
1: <laughs> I mean, that is commitment to it. That is marriage to a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Ooh, boy. So, but yeah, I I love that. I also think there was someone else who one time said that they always imagine, when they see it, they also see the word poodle and they imagine like a BDSM poodle or something.
0: Poodle Dom! Yeah.
3: Well, now I'm imagining the show, but the lead judge and host instead of Tyra Banks is a poodle.
0: Ooh. <laughs> she wouldn't do as many offensive accents, I think, if that were the no. case. No. <laughs> Or more? Uh, ooh. <laughs> they are French. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So we're back, baby. <laughs> uh, Heinrich from Sweden is coming hard with some previous lo- with some previously on retconning. I wanted to point out something. I don't know if you missed it, but during a recap in Cycle 16, the top three during the fire runway are not the same three they showed during the actual episode. The episode showed Dahlia, Brittany, and Alexandria, but the recap showed Dahlia, Brittany, and Molly. They really hated Alexandria. (laughs) Oh, my. I
3: don't know if we pointed that out.
0: I don't
1: think
3: so. They were determined to not let her have the smallest bit of anything
1: that is so and that really really goes to show how shows used to be weekly Mm -hmm. and so they really really thought they could get away with stuff like that and they did probably yeah yeah thank you so much heinrich that is that
0: is some good iced tea (laughs) Mm -hmm. if i ever heard it yeah
2: Mm -hmm.
3: and finally for the end of mailbag part one, we have A message from Kimmy, who wants to know our origin story. Hello, beautiful PodLidum hosts, OG member of the Leadum pod. I'm not sure if you've mentioned it before, but how did you guys become friends? You all seem to have very interesting and colorful backgrounds. And I'm curious (laughs) how you guys became friends and how the entity that is PodLidum came to be. Did you guys go to the same college, worked together? You all have, seem to have a ton of stories from jobs you've worked in the past, and they all sound so intriguing. I'd cool. love to know more about your beautiful friendship. It seems very good and round. Lots of love from your favorite and most annoying, probably. Hashtag Podleadum <laughs> tweeter. And go to top model drag race conspiracy theorist. Do, 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 do. Hashtag Tyra <laughs> Thank
0: you, Kimmy. Uh, <laughs> should we start at the very beginning? A very good place
1: to start? Yeah, Me? I'll let y'all start because y'all knew each other before yeah. I knew either of you.
3: Yes, because our husbands were friends in college
0: correct our husbands went to college a very small liberal arts college in ohio
3: Mm -hmm. and chris and lex came to new york when they were still living in california Mm -hmm. and my husband met lex first and he came home and was like chris's boyfriend doesn't like me
2: And I was like,
3: like, well, that's not going to happen to me. (laughs) Challenge accepted. So we all went out to dinner and I did not have to work hard because Lex and I immediately hit
0: it off. (laughs) Yeah, we hit it off. uh, And then when I moved to New York, Hannah did a cabaret class.
3: Terrible. Yes. I, I was in a class about how to create your own cabaret and it was awful but i did learn a lot
0: you did and mm-hmm. then me and chris my husband came to the showcase and yes. we're like we and we hadn't heard hannah sing and we were like okay let's hope let's hope she's
2: great <laughs>
3: let's hope we don't have to lie
0: <laughs> yeah and it, and of course she was and hannah and i basically mm-hmm. were like well we should do a cabaret together
3: mm-hmm. i was like i have to do something <laughs> with the hours i endured for yeah. this class
0: <laughs> and then JW and I. Oh, I'll take over. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the reason you don't hear about my husband as much is they're still in space. Uh-huh. So, restaurant well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dexter. But I was doing <laughs> a show called Sketch Show, but we stylized it by taking out the vowels because it was written, rehearsed, and performed in one day. So the word Sketch Show was shorter. Cute, right? And we were at that point where we had 10 new writers and 10 new performers every single month. And so we started reaching out more on some websites where you can get people who are interested in acting. And one of those was Lex's husband, Chris, who did the show. And the only thing I specifically remember about Chris's performance was was that he did a very good old man yeah and it was like (laughs) i was like because you cast it before you really know the person i was meeting Mm -hmm. him for the first time i was like wow he really nailed that afterwards lex and chris and i hung out amongst other people and we all started talking about games i believe i think yeah Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. and so i was still new to new york and still figuring out my community and friends and at some point, I think y'all invited me to a board game night yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember I don't remember much about like the first time we hung out separate of that show.
0: No, really. I, I assume it I think it was a game night though. It we must also, have been because I know we talked about him so fucking much.
3: We also watched Drag Race together because mm-hmm. I would come to game nights and I would also come to drag race nights.
1: And it was season eight because season eight was my right. first season because I had not watched Drag Race prior to meeting y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I
0: think that's where you two met.
3: Yes, we met at and your, your apartment. Been, right? mm-hmm. yeah. And we would we would go to these parties at uh, Chris and Lex's, and we would end up in the corner talking about Top Model.
1: <laughs> and we mean that very literally. Like, off to yeah. the <laughs> side, separate from mm-hmm. the other people, not really willing to let Parted other people in. <laughs> in. Yeah, we it were It was a very private battle moment.
0: And then, yeah, it just became, became a thing where we would talk about it and there was like a friend here or there, but most of the time it was the three of us talking about top model, throwing mm. on YouTube clips. Yep. A lot of, com- a lot of cover girl commercials were rewatched. Oh, we
1: yeah. mm-hmm. And also we realized, I mean, I, I'll speak for myself. I realized that the three of us had the same level of reverence slash bemusement with the show. Mm-hmm. We were all coming to it with different histories of watching it, but mm. coming to it from a Similar enough vantage point, it felt like there was chemistry, yeah around it, because one of the most important things with anything, especially since we're a podcast without guests, will the three of us all always have the same interest in talking about this and yeah, and it it seems to work, yeah, four and a half years later, yeah. so and we've all done more projects and
3: stuff we've, yeah, we've together. worked together mm-hmm. shows together, mm-hmm. yeah
1: Lex and Hannah just did a very important show of mine, so we continue to work together that way and now Lex and I live. Closer to one another, too, mm. uh, which is 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 nice. We have each other's emergency
0: keys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the answer to this question is Chris. Yeah, it's my <laughs> husband. If uh-huh. it weren't for my husband, I would never mm-hmm. have a podcast. Your
3: husband.
1: I was about to say
0: we made it so far without saying "husband." <laughs> um.
1: And in terms of having so many jobs, uh, my answer is, yep. And that's what happens when you grow
3: up, what? Poor. Mm. (laughs) And when you want to be a actor. Actor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wrong choice, both. (laughs) Wrong
0: choice, both.
1: (laughs) It was my choice to grow up poor. I wanted to be humble. (laughs) (laughs) I've worked at
0: every coffee shop. Okay. Thank you. I
1: actually truly thank you so much uh, for that. Kimmy, because i don't know that i fully ever have heard the the story of y'all Your oh really no, i don't story. think i
3: heard the I mean, story of y'all
1: yeah because mm-hmm. it's just like we met each other at the same place So it was like well why bother <laughs> so,
3: i love you know. this this is our little when harry met sally yeah <laughs> i knew like you know what you know about a good melon moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you know a good melon you should rate review and subscribe to this podcast we love obviously hearing from you Your hot takes, your iced tea. You can send us an email just like someone all these people did at -hmm. at podleadum at gmail.com. You can also head to our website, podleadum.com. That's where our PO box address is. Love getting that physical mail. Mm -mm. Yeah, and anchor.fm,
1: you can leave voice messages.
0: You can leave voice messages on anchor.fm. You can also join our Discord. Instructions for that are available. everywhere. You can find me at yet charming
3: come say hi on instagram at hannah jane ginsburg
0: and i've
1: got some real banger tiktoks over on tiktok at jdv crump okay you're doing sausage tiktoks now
0: mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. reviews <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way you did this was like you were like rolling the sausage in your hand
1: how can you know if you don't open it up <laughs> roll it back
0: it's a it's a very important part of the review So for Podletum, I have been Lex Basile Price.
3: I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg.
0: And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleetum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.